who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone welcome to episode number 111 of the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm your host steve fountis and with me is positively eric Sanchez. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. I got myself good, a little yeah, the, Jack and Coke here. I got a Miller Lite, so we're right, we're, it'll be All a right. fun time. Yeah, I had a <laughs> workout. It'll be a fun little, uh, <clears throat> little podcast we're going out here. So you figure the workout, you earned your Jack and Coke? Yeah, why not? It's only like 80 calories. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's uh, sure. it's uh, Jack and Diet Coke, so saving okay. some calories okay. there. I like it. I, I appreciate it. I like it. Me... I've said screw all that during the past year. I'm like, you know what? I got to stay home. I'm going to drink. <laughs> Have some fun. There you go. This, I mean, <laughs> might as well. You got the rest of your life to work out and worry about calories and food intake and, you know. Sure. Sure. This week we are doing something I'm super excited about. We talked about it last week on a watch along. We have ranked and put in a bracket <laughs> the 32 signature wrestling poses that we were able to think of. Now, there's going to be some that... Either didn't make the cut or we forgot about, but that's okay because this is super unscientific, but yeah. it's meant to be taken very seriously. I don't want to <clears> hear <throat> any guff from anybody about why <laughs> this we did is this just, wrong. This is just a, just, a, just a fun show is what it is. It's not official. There's no it's trophies. A, there's no a, prizes. No, 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 no. There, it's official. Oh, okay. It is. There will be tr- trophies will be given out. We will <laughs> mail it to the winner of this tournament. Oh, okay. Sure. We will get to the criteria in a second. We should have covered We ranked 30... We rank 32 uh, wrestlers, I'm about to say teams, 32 wrestlers, and we'll go through that in a second about the criteria and the rules for what we came up with for the epic pose-off that we're going to have here. It was so, thought of last week when we were watching Brett versus Owen, and Brett came out and did the classic arms out signature. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we got to do this. So we're, yeah. we're going to do it this week here on the PPW podcast. And, and why, why is this so, um, why is the bracket so important? March Madness. What do you mean, why is March Madness, yeah. that's why. Okay. <laughs> so it's the, it's the March Madness of wrestling poses. You know, I only know of one listener slash friend is Rad Chad. He's a Duke fan who cares about March Madness. I don't I don't care. I watch it. It's fun. I don't have a college alumni. I didn't go to a school that had a sports team or sports program. I went to an art school, mm-hmm. so I don't really care. Do, do you have any... Any favorites? You true for the Illini because we're from Illinois. You feel like you have to? No, I mean, as as long as I've been alive, I I hear March Madness every March. I know it's college and this, this, and that, and you know, I really really don't pay attention to it. But you know, a lot of people gamble on it and win a lot of money. So that's all. It's about all I know about it. Then there's a Final Four. <laughs> this is not a March Madness podcast. We're gonna we're gonna, ha- we're gonna have our Final <laughs> Four in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, we're going to the Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight. That's we're gonna right. be getting through it. Okay, first things first, if you want to follow us guys on Twitter, please do. We're at PPW Podcast, and you can find all of our shows for free, back catalog, and all shows going forward on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts from, search Positively Processing Podcast. 
hit subscribe. All of the archive shows are there for free for you. The watch-alongs, the interviews, the content creator series, all that stuff. I said this is episode 111. There's more like 130 or 40. We've done mm-hmm. a bunch more episodes. Yeah. Plenty to look back on. Plenty of fun shows. Uh, if you do go back in the archives and you're a new listener, let me know. And let me know if there was one you liked or one that stood out. Really appreciate that. If you want to support us, you could just listen and share with a friend. That's the biggest way to support us. If you want to send some money. Don't send money, but buy a shirt at whatamaneuver.net. We've got a few designs up there for shirts, hoodies, long sleeve tees, etc. Head over there in the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast store, and you can support us that way. A few bucks will come towards making the server costs go down for us, because that's the only real big expense for this. Although, I have been tinkering and noodling about the idea of upgrading our microphones to getting some sure mics. We'll see. They're a little pricey. What's wrong with the mics we're using? I don't... That sounds fine. I think... Sounds good. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. However, I think what it, what it was was last week we were doing our watch-along, right? Yeah. And my daughters are freaking out. Well, it was cute at first. Molly said, I want a jelly bean in the microphone. That was cute. But wasn't cute with her <laughs> screaming at the top of her lungs in the background. I have a condenser mic, so it picks up everything, which I think is kind of cool because I don't have to talk directly in the mic. I could back up, yeah. you know, go, oh, all that stuff, like <clears throat> Wayne's World. But I had to edit out while you were talking the watch along, I had to like mute my mic down because you could hear her literally screaming at the top of her lungs in the corner. If I had a more studio mic, it would be more focused on my voice. We'll see. Oh. Again, or, or just, you just lock them out. I, my basement doesn't have a door. You put a, you it's put, like an open put a door. <laughs> and get one of those on air signs that you can put outside the door. That you know what? <laughs> I, I do want on air sign now that you think about it. Okay, thank you for that idea. That's going to be my next purchase, on-air sign, <laughs> so I could tweet it out. And if anyone knows of a good on-air sign, let me know at PPW Podcast. You want to be following us on Twitter because we do giveaways. Like last week, we're, we did a giveaway, which we announced the winner for now. Vinny Berry was on to talk about his great book, Lance by Chance, about Lance Von Eric. And it was a simple contest, just had to retweet. So I did a randomizer for the winner of the Lance by Chance book for free. And the winner is is Rob Hammett. It's at Rob underscore Hammett. You were pulled to win a free copy of Lance by Chance. So congratulations. I will be DMing you soon, and you can get the free copy of the book. Yeah. So awesome stuff for Rob. Congratulations. Uh, thanks again to Vinny Berry for coming on and talking about your book last week. It was a lot of fun because it was a topic I didn't know a ton about, and I always like learning new stuff about wrestling and the goofiness that we all love. Also, before we get started, I want to give a special shout out to our podcast buddies so we don't forget about it because I feel like this show is going to be heated between me and you where we debate these mm-hmm. these poses. So I don't want to forget about them. Make sure you're following and listening to these following podcasts that I listen to every week. They're friends. They're great shows. Scott and Jeff over at the <clears throat> Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast each and every week for the past five years have put a show out every week, which is just, you know, Eric, how crazy that is. So it's yeah. just like crazy for us to do a show every few weeks. Right. They do it every week. Fully Posable, the Wrestling Figure Podcast. It's a lot of fun. It's also split off a little bit into other figures, but wrestling figures are the main thing. It's Scott and Jeff are great guys. Follow them. Follow our friends over at the Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast I recently was able to preview one of their Patreon reviews of WrestleMania 7, and their Patreon is 5 bucks a month, and I'm probably going to join soon to, to binge those episodes, their paper reviews. It's awesome. They also have a free show each and every week, the Vantage Point Wrestling Retro Retro Wrestling Podcast. Big fans of them over there. Check out our friends Eric and Barry at the Doing the Favor Podcast. They put out two shows a week, one about collecting and sports, other about wrestling. 
then uh, they crack me up. They're, Barry cracks everybody up, and Eric is very knowledgeable about stuff. Although I will say, a little bit of Cleveland bias. I'm going to throw it out there for you. Well, they're from Cleveland, Cleveland right? He is, but he's from Columbus. So Cleveland bias. We're calling it, we're, I'm calling it Cleveland bias. <laughs> also, check out our friends Daniel Spencer from the Ringside Podcast. Great show they put out every week. He's also an impact wrestling referee. Be on the lookout for him. He's the guy with the one armed uh, arm strap or the black armband as a ref. Also, friend Justin Summers does the Wrestling Cheers podcast. Recently, had an interview with Brian Myers, uh, formerly known as Kurt Hawkins, current impact star. They also have a podcast. You've probably heard of the Major Wrestling Figure podcast. Check out the Wrestling Cheers podcast for great interviews and great, uh, you know, just great fun. The Breaker and Bane Power Hour as well. Also our friends over there, Breaker just did a spinoff show called You Know What's Fake, Right? Which I'm starting to binge listen to because <laughs> he just started it. And it's just, I'm at home all day, I'm in the basement, got the AirPod in, listen to podcasts throughout the day, makes the day fly by. And then our friends over the chick fil show, uh, they do wrestling figure talk, they do wrestling talk. It's a great show out there. They're part of a podcast network with, uh, I think, Ecto Cooler and one other one. But check out the chick fil show as well. All right. We got the shout-outs out of the way. One more thing before Still there? we get started in this bracketology. It's really quick. Uh, if you are a baseball fan, keep an eye out on this on this Twitter account. I'll announce it there. I'm in the early stages of planning a baseball podcast for the spring and summer. Specifically, it's going to focus a lot on White Sox baseball. But even if you're not a White Sox fan, it's going to be analytics style. But it's going to be analytics for dummies, which is me. I'm the dummy. And my co-host, my friend Casey, is a baseball writer. Casey Bogus, like, follow him on Twitter. He is very analytic-based and explains advanced stats and all that. And we're going to break down Sox games throughout the week and how advanced stats play into it. But make it fun and not snobby. Because I feel like advanced stats can be, get kind of snobby sometimes. Like, with barrels and launch angles and defensive positioning, all that stuff. It'll be fun, so keep an eye out for that. Then the early stages of planning that, to have that ready to go by opening day for baseball. I can't wait for baseball to start. can't wait to get outside the warmth. And now I can't wait to break down the best poses ever. Sound good? Sounds good. Ready? Unless you ever. I kind of took over the beginning of the show. Do you have anything for us? You good? I mean, you did, but yeah. You you gave me time to plug my keyboard back in because I <laughs> I thought I had to unplug my <laughs> camera earlier, so I just reached around because <laughs> I have a desktop tower. So I reached around and I, I grabbed what I thought was the camera, but the camera. What do you got? A a, com, a compact Passario desktop tower? No, I got, got a, Lun, Lun, okay. a new. I'm just Lenovo I'm teasing tower. you. Lenovo. So I'm teasing, I got like I'm four or five USBs in the back. I reached around and I I pulled one out and I thought it was the camera one. The camera one was already disconnected. So what I disconnected was my keyboard because I'm trying to type over here. I'm like, oh no. So I hope you just, I just was hoping you kept talking so I could, you know, listen while I was like fiddling around and pulling my tower out from the desk and everything's cool. If there's one, if there's one thing I'm good at, it's talking, yeah. <laughs> you know, because you know, you're, on you're also really good with baseball stats and this and that. Like I'm, I'm a casual fan, but I just, I love the Cubs. Like I like watching Cubs games, but if you ask me sure. about what happened three weeks ago with it, I'm like, I don't really care like that deep into it. I just like the guys who play and I like how they play. I can tell you if they play like shit or if they're playing good and right. You know, See, like that, I'm not so like into it. Like I'm you not are. either. That's the thing. Like I love baseball, but I don't, I, I don't understand like the snobbing. I think it's like come off as snobby sometimes that advanced stat stuff, okay. which is why I want to create this show. All right. So we can make it fun for people to understand how advanced stats could be cool. Like why? Like you know, let's say there's a, a game that happened as a spring training game I watched the other day where Tim Anderson on the Sox smoked a ball, 
but it was right at the third baseman. It's like, do you ever wonder why the third baseman's staying there? It's because advanced statistics are helping defensive positioning better and all right. that. And explain that kind of stuff. It's, 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 it's fun. I think at least I think it'll be fun. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That kind of stuff. I understand like positioning <clears throat> and whatever, but this is a different podcast. <laughs> this is wrestling, is. baby. We'll, we'll get baby. to that. All right. Here is the criteria Eric and I came up with for these signature poses. It's pretty simple. When you think of a signature pose, can you make it a, a wrestling action figure do the pose? And that's pretty much it as far as yep. I'm concerned. So when I first thought about it, I was thinking like entrances, like iconic entrances, like, I don't know, yeah. just anything that like just stands out more than just the walking out and, you know, addressing the crowd and whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, the posability or I guess that's what you would call it with a figure. <laughs> yeah. That is a good criteria to kind of weed out the, the entrance stuff. Because otherwise it's endless, you yeah. know, it's, it's never going to end. You know, you got Roddy Piper doing like a spin around and. I don't know what what is there the hurricane flying forward mm-hmm. and maybe Eddie Guerrero and his low rider it just it never ends so we are deciding if you could pose it in action figure form or the motion of an action figure form it's going to make this tournament yeah so I think what we did I mean we kind of had maybe more than 32 I think I almost had like 40 or 50 and I just gave them to you I said these are the ones I think would would fit I'm like you just you know take out what you want and put in what you want whatever because it's I mean, it's just a bracket. It's just a little podcast that we're doing. But, you know, I think it's going to be fun no matter what. So, I mean, if we could have done it, we could have done like 64 <laughs> instead of 32. Yeah. For sure. But lo- So I think what I'm going to do, rather than list all of them, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go like first round. We're going to, we're going to debate it. Yeah. So we're going to start right now. So the number one overall seat of the tournament, Brett the Hitman Hart. The man that inspired his, it all. With his arms out. With the jacket around, everyone knows I'm doing it now. I'm doing yeah. the Hitman pose. You got your shades on. It. You got your your uh, what do you, what'd you call it? Sergeant Pepper jacket on. Yes, yeah, a Sergeant Pepper jacket. He's ready. <laughs> you got your arms out. So like, Bret Hart, hey, come on. The number one overall seed. Yeah, is taking on the number thirty-two seed, the guy that just made the tournament. But even this one's Adam really Cole. good. Like this, this it be is like a number one. To you'll number see. Two. You'll see. It gets crazy we, we, as we get down. He's taking on Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. So when you th- when you think of these poses, do you think of the the music behind it, or do you just fig- you just pose them? You're like, this is what Bret Hart it can, does. It could be anything you want. It could be part of it. Because so for me, we'll, we'll get to well, we'll talk about it more as we go along. Mm-hmm. But I think Adam Cole, baby. I think of the audio with it, whereas Bret, I just think of him doing it. But I also think of like the pirate, the, you know, the pop fireworks going off. Yeah. You know. And, and I mean, I and there's a couple of poses like I would do with Adam Cole. Bret Hart, that would probably be the only one with, with his arms hand, uh, stretched out. But you could do Adam yeah. Cole with the two fingers up, doing the Adam Cole, baby. He's got the the yep. thumb with the boom, with the undisputed music going. Right. He, but he's even but got the undisputed we're, we're, era hand signs. Like he's got a lot of yes. different poses. So that's what we have to we have to also clarify is we're picking one pose. Oh, it's one. Okay. It's one to one. All right. So it's going to be Adam Cole, baby, versus Bret Hart with the arms out. Because you can't, it's a little unfair if you do multiples. Because they're like a guy like Hogan's got a bunch of them. So we'll pick the one we think. Okay. It's pretty obvious. I think Bret Hart's going to win here. It's not going to be some Cinderella story for Adam Cole. Bret Hart's going to move on. Yeah, Bret's Bret's moving on, but it's a sad exit for Adam Cole so early. (laughs) It is. He, you know, I think what if this was basketball, Adam Cole would have put up a good first half. Would have been close. This would have went to overtime. The adjustment. Double overtime. No, 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 no. Bret Hart makes the adjustment at halftime and kind of blows him out in the second (laughs) half. That's what I think happens. That's what I think. Close, close right down to the buzzer. 
So Adam Cole loses to Bret Hart in the first mm. round. But again, Adam Cole. Yeah. It's this is this is this is the first 132 seat. Could you just imagine when we get to the final four? It's going to be nuts. That's why I said yeah. it's going to be intense as we talk here on the show. So here's another question. I have the bracket you sent me. Are you going to be updating it live, like as I'm looking at it? So as we go through it, are you? No. Okay. I, I'm not. I'm not. But I will read it to you. Okay. To do well, it. I already printed so, it out, so I'll just write it in. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. I like you got the old like the office pool. I love it. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure how this worked because I know it was something you created. I don't know if it was something because uh, there's a part on here that says bracket status in progress. I don't know if it was something that you could edit live and then it just I can. It. I can, but it's it's goofy. Like I've, right now is March Madness in real life, okay. <laughs> and everybody's charging for brackets because they can. I'm like, I'm not paying for a bracket. Okay. No, we'll just do it. All right, we're, so we're, we're done with the old pen and paper. So next we go to the number two seed. Hulk Hogan, and the pose I'm picking is him tearing the shirt. Okay. You know, the iconic tearing the shirt versus the number one, number 31 seed, Shinsuke Nakamura with his, you know, he bends down on his knees with, while with holding the With the sliding rope guitar coming down. He's like, yes. and he drops his back. His, his, his knees are bent behind him. Yeah. I mean, this is a tough one just because I think Nakamura's is so iconic with the music. Yeah. But Hogan tearing the shirt. I mean, you everybody tore anybody. Their shirt. Hardly anybody's going to do it, the Nakamura pose. I think the other thing too with Hulk moving on in this is everyone knows Hulk. Yeah, and it's it's you just see it and it's epic and it can Hulk tearing a shirt seems like something that happened in big arenas. Yeah. and you even had me put a not, plastic bag on a tear like Hogan back in the day. For sure, you had to. <laughs> you had to, right? Yeah. So Hulk's going to move on okay. because it is an iconic thing, but. Let's let's pour one out for Nakamura. I think had Nakamura gotten the better seed, it's possible he could have moved on. Adam Cole definitely could have moved on with a better seed, but Nakamura, sorry against Hulk. Yeah, just sorry. Just that's, sorry. that's tough competition right there. You got your top it your is. top it, guys. Yeah, again, we'll maybe we'll get to some upsets later, but for the top mm-hmm. handful of seeds, I'm thinking it's going to be easy. Okay, yeah, right? you're right. Next up. The number three seed, Shawn Michaels, with his uh, leg, you know, the double by with his knee kind of squatted down. With the one pose. leg straight out. Yep. Taking on the number 30 seed. Vader, ooh, Vader, 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 ooh, ooh, Vader. <laughs> so is, it, is with this his one? V, the Vulcan V Vader time. Does, it, does he have the Mastodon helmet on that's, that's smoking? Yes, yes. We'll oh, give it to him because tough. he's going to need it. Yeah. Ag- again, these top four, like the top seeds are going to be, it's going to be impossible to beat in the first so, round. So with Vader, I imagine the smoke, and I'm like, that's pretty awesome. Like, I thought that was cool when I was a kid. But seeing Shawn Michaels, and he's really flexing hard. Like, he's almost about to yeah. pop his arms because he's flexing. Pyro so in the background Pyro, going pop, off. Pop, 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 Doing the old, his music's in the background, double bicep pose. That that gets it for me. For sure. I think Shawn Michaels advances, and there's not much to talk about. Vader's is simple. I like that anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. You kind of like the Vulcan Vader grip. I like that. That's a big bonus for him. It's time. But it's Vader time. Vader. Vader. Ooh, Vader. Yeah, Vader. Vader. Ooh, Vader. <laughs> they, they had the great, the, the, I mean, some people think it's great. I loved it. The Shawn Michaels Vader match from SummerSlam 96 yeah, main event. Yeah, it was event. good. It was like a dream match. Shawn Michaels wins again. He beats him again. Oh, no. Vader messed up. <sighs> Next up, the number four seed. The Undertaker with the knee down, with the arm oh, facing out man. type of thing. Takes on the number 29 seed, the first female in the tournament, Becky Lynch. Puts her head through the ropes, 
the second rope kind of does the the twirl of her head and the arms up in the air. Becky Lynch against someone else later in the tournament could have moved on, yeah. but you're not going to beat the Undertaker's no. iconic pose, no. you know? Yeah, the, that, that Becky these... is so like fun to watch because I mean it's kind of done like an evolution since she's done the steampunk stuff to the man and you know. It, um, just through that whole time period, I'm not talking about the jig that she did in NXT in her green costume, but <laughs> yeah, you know, right. when she came up to the to, to the to Raw to the main roster, I guess, and yeah, everything that she did was just like went to the music. I, I was into it, but yeah, the Undertaker down on one knee, his eyes rolling back, big tongue coming out, hands outstretched, just stealing the soul from people in the audience. <laughs> If this was a regular March Madness tournament, you got the four regions. These would be the number one seeds in all the regions, yeah, these top four. Absolutely. So, I mean, what are you going to do? This is not Loyola from a couple years ago, make it to the final four. When, when, was, weren't that when was Gonzaga, like, tops? Like, 10 I, I, years you're ago? Asking the wrong, you're asking the wrong guy, <laughs> remember, not a college fan. I remember they were on an NCAA guy. video game. Okay. Next up. This this one might get interesting. The number five seed. Okay. The Young Bucks. i got to find out where we're at on this thing. Okay. Okay. Young Bucks. The Young Bucks with the opposite double buys taking on the number 28 seed. The guy who's going to be in the main event of WrestleMania this year, Edge, with the rock stars, hands in the air, on the aisle, pyro going off. Okay. Edge has got a big advantage in, in spectacle here, mm-hmm. for sure. And But I, I, I don't know. The Young Bucks one is great. I loved how the other love of the week... Jericho and MGF kind of made fun of them doing it. Mm-hmm. I love on their figures they're posed in that in the boxes. But Edge has the spectacle going for him. Yeah, keep I, in I'm, mind I'm with the Bucks it's on simple this one. though. This is easy. Like I don't think really? there's a contest. Like the Bucks, you it, got their super kick party music. You got confetti yep. popper. They're doing the double buys. They got their fringe hanging out. Like it's not only entertaining, but it's a really cool pose to have a, a tag team do like mirror poses. Also, I mean, I think for Edge, if you don't have the pyro going off, it's just him standing there with his arms up in the air with the rock <laughs> right. metal horns. Yeah, he. But he's got his coat and all that. It's it's. I good, know he does look but, cool. Okay, but I, I'm with you. I'm going to give it to the Bucks, so the Bucks move on over Edge. But again, it's no no so. If you made the tournament, you should be happy. I would say, if you're a wrestler, you made this tournament, mm-hmm. you should be happy. I'm sure they're so, happy. The, they're like, hey, the hey, Buc- Matt, we made it. We had adv- yeah, we, adv- we advanced with Bret Hart, Undertaker, HBK, and Hogan. Yeah, that's true. Next up, the number six seed, Stone Cold Steve Austin. All four corners, arms in the air, talking shit. Against the number 27 seed, Kurt Angle. Arms out at the top of the ramp. Mm-hmm. Now, this one's a little too hard to pose, but if you had it, arms out, like put him on one leg, you could tell what he's doing. Yeah, like, so that's like why doing, like the, like doing the hopping and the turning? Yeah, yeah. You could do that with a big <laughs> I thought you, I, thought you I could do that. I'm like, of course I could do that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You're pretty old. Could you do it? Yeah, I could do it. I could do all these Stone, poses. Um, all right, so the reason Stone Cold wasn't a higher seed, a top four seed, is because it's a pretty simple thing, and he kind of cheats by going to multiple corners. Mm-hmm. So it's a multiple thing. However, I mean, I still think he's going to win advance here versus Kurt. Honestly, I can't come up with much of an argument for Kurt Angle on See, this. See, there's certain poses, though, and, and to that, Stone Cold sticks out. If you were to ask me what is Kurt Angle's pose, like I, I didn't think of that until I started looking at other matches, but some matches he doesn't do it. So I don't think mm-hmm. he has like a, a – I mean, he has a, its signature, but it's not something he does every time. 
Sure. So I would go with Stone Cold. Yeah, Austin moves on. Next up, the number seven seed, the ultimate warrior, the rope-shaking pose, takes on the number 26 seed from ECW, the Sandman, Kendall stick in the air, beer in the hand. Enter Sandman playing. Yeah. Now, do we take points away because the network has muted the Sandman? <laughs> no, we music. don't take points away. Sand, <laughs> Sandman should take points away. They they uh, ruined his popularity. They got some generic That's music true. playing. It's like, man, I was cooler in ECW. Sandman was so cool when I was younger. He was. Now I'm like, man, he was not a great wrestler. But it didn't matter because mm-hmm. of that entrance, because of that pose. He looks intimidating. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't beat the Warriors shaking the ropes. I mean, that's one of your all-time, my all-time favorite figure photography photos mm-hmm. is someone who does a good job with the Warrior arms spread out, shaking the ropes on elite-scale ring. Yeah. You got to go with the Warrior here. Ah, so close, though. I mean, even though they're ranked 7 and 26, mm-hmm. Sandman with the with the kendo stick or the Singapore cane yeah. that the ECW called it and the, and the beer. Oh, man. I mean, that that is ECW. Isn't Warrior one of your all-time favorites, He though? is. So I, I'm, okay. I'm talking this out. I understand. I'm going to go with Warrior just because of longevity. And if you if you did it to the rose, people would know what you're doing. If I hold, if yeah, I hold up sure. a stick and a beer, they'll think I'm just some guy from uh, Hicktown. <laughs> from Joliet. <laughs> from Joliet. <laughs> you Midwest Chicago people get that joke. <laughs> uh, next up, the number eight seed, Diamond Dallas Page. Of course, the Diamond Cutter logo. Hands up in the air, which he sued Jay-Z for using. Mm-hmm. Takes on the number 25 seed, ravishing Rick Rude with the arms behind his head doing the hip swivel yeah. thing. So I have Rick Rude, and oh, I have him. It's because you hate DDP, hey, though. listen, I have Rick Rude okay, figure. I'll, I'll, I'll I have a Rick ahead, Rude figure. I have his hands okay. posed behind his head. And when I see it, you know, you got Bobby Heenan next to him. He's doing the old. He's, he's all greased up. <laughs> this is turning into like Bobby or Rick Rude. Rick Rude's greased up. So he's, okay. do, he's doing the pose. The women are going wild. But then I think of DDP. Like he's coming out with that, that bootleg Nirvana song. He, everybody <laughs> just like, <laughs> is like totally into DDP because he's part of WCW going against NWO. Puts his hands up. Everybody does it. He throws it down so hard and it's like bang. And he, he bangs mm-hmm. with his, his hands going down so hard. Propels himself up into one leg and he's hopping around. I'm going to go with DDP. The reason I'm going to put it, push it over to DDP is because people throw up the diamond cutter sign mm-hmm. after he hits a finisher. Like he doesn't have to do it. Yeah. Like he hits the diamond, he hits the finisher, bang, it's up. So Rick Rude, fantastic, iconic, old school wrestling stuff. Yeah. But we're going, this is the best of the best here. So DDP is going to get the win here over ravishing Rick Rude. Next up, the number nine seed, Triple H. Spitting the water in the air type of thing on the ropes. You know, the spotlight on him. Mm -hmm. Takes on the number 24 seed. Big Daddy Cool Diesel slash Kevin Nash. He's got the glove on, puts the arm up in the air, looking like a badass. Yeah, it's like, look, hey, you know, I got the pose. It's what I do. You know, shit, it's fucking fake. Who cares? And and, and you got some pyro going off behind him. Yeah, and you got the Diesel Blues song going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Triple H is one of my favorite entrances of all time. One of, so in in turn, that pose is one of my favorites of all time. You know, the ah, you just feel he's like, let's go. Yeah, like, just screaming. spraying. And I've always wanted to spray water like Triple H. I, I, I don't know how he does it. It takes a swig, and it's almost just like a mist that comes flying out. Yeah. 
I'm sure we've all done it like outside or at like a pool or something, but you can never get it that cool. Yeah. And like when Stephanie would try to do it with him, she kind of <laughs> screws it up. Yeah. So Just like the rest of he us. Didn't tell, he didn't tell her the secret. Triple H is going to move on, but I don't want to skip over Diesel too much. Again, that I think comes down to his being a little too simple. Mm-hmm. Just the fist up. But he is almost seven feet tall, looking cool. I, I was running on diesel power in 94, 95. I don't know about you. Um, I I was when he started to grow his hair out because I thought he looked a little too uh, generic with the, just the sunglasses and the mullet and the, and the flat top. Mm-hmm. But when he started growing it out, I'm like, all right, he's, he's looking a little bit more cool. That's what it comes down to. If you look cool, I like you. <laughs> this next one I feel like might be our first first-round upset. We'll see. Where are we at? The number 10 seed. Number 10. Kenny Omega. Goodbye, good night, bang. Versus the number 23 seed. John Cena, the you can't see me hand. Yeah, this is going to be tough. Here's why I've seeded Cena solo. One, he's got a lot of poses. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have the one you think of. You could have done the three, you know, the three fingers, hustle, relative respect. You could have done the salute. Uh, you could have done the you can't you could have done the you can't see me, which is what we're picking. You got him holding out his his little uh, sweat towel, like with um, yes, you can't see me on it. Hustle, loyalty, respect, all that. Rise above hate, whatever his catchphrase is for the month. Yeah. Kenny Omega is, is becoming more mainstream now with AEW, and then being on national TV, more people knowing who he is, mm-hmm. and he's just I don't know, it just something is so simple as the finger guns. Kenny make kind of cool, like bang, yeah. And when, when, I, fir- when I first saw it, I'm like, I think he's ripping off DDP with the bang. But then, yeah. you know, he's adding the uh, the good night. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like, mwah, <laughs> and good bang. bang. So, yeah, seeing it live, I think we went to uh, like a Ring of Honor Global War show. Yeah. And I saw it. And I mean, you were there too, so you saw it too. I'm like, man, that's pretty, that's <laughs> pretty cool. And everybody was like doing it with him. Like they knew what he was saying. And like just being in that environment, I'm like, oh, this is pretty awesome. And then I would see him do it on New Japan shows and whatever. I'm like, it just looks badass when he does it. And John Cena, here's the fight for John Cena. Like, that you can't see me shaking the hands in front of their face. Like, a lot of sports people were doing it. Like, football players were doing it when they, like, shut, yep. shut receivers down. Like, you can't see me. And it's almost as, as as recognizable as Daniel Bryan's yes chant that a lot of other wrestling shows were doing, sports things were doing. Like, it's global. The you can't see me thing, there was a year when I was playing baseball mm-hmm. and there was a streak of games I had where I kept hitting doubles. Yeah. And it was pretty, it was, just, it was like a streak of games. I was hitting doubles to right center. And when I got to second base, I'd look in the dugout and my, and my me and my one buddy on my team would do the you can't see me back and forth to each other. It just became a thing. <laughs> yeah. And like the rest of the dugout, so, so that kind of holds special to me. But again, it's, it's crosses across sports. And I do like the you can't see me pose. I think it's more recognizable. I think I'm going to uh, – Kenny Omega is my, probably my favorite wrestler in the world, like current wrestler in the world. Yeah. So this is not something I take lightly with my decision, but I'm going to give it to Cena with a You Can't See Me. You with me? Uh, no, I, no I'm it. with you. I mean, okay. it, it could go either way. It could. And this is you – know, we're going to get more and more tough now, here. What, what, what if the, this was a draw? And, and the next round person gets a buy. <laughs> There's going to be a draw at some point. We're going to have to fight about it okay. where one of us will have to make a compelling argument. Mm-hmm. Like a, one, what we'll do is once there's a draw, we'll each get one point to make. And whoever we think made the better one point will get the tiebreaker. Or okay. I call my wife down here and scream like, hey, we have two wrestlers. Pick one. That could be one too. <laughs> Flip a coin, babe. <laughs> babe. What do you call All it? right. Next up. Tootsie? The number 11 seed, The Rock. So, what, so that, he that's puts Cena. his arm up. Cena, right? On the last one? Yeah, Cena one. Okay. Yep. The 11 seed, The Rock, 
second rope, arm up in the air, closing his eyes, smelling the millions and the electricity, mm. takes on the number 22 seed, the Bella Twins, the Bellish booty shake, and they back up into each other. Yeah. Just the way they hit the, it with the music, and it goes, bam, yeah, bam, like, and then they start shaking. You would, would kind of like roll your eyes at the Bella Twins, but it's they nail it, and it's original. They probably came up with it themselves. Yeah. The Rock's just the arm up in the air, but that's why I threw them in there. You know? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. Me too. So the, the so the rock, I did pose him like that. He's got the title sometimes. Well, when he has a title, he'll like fling the title up mm-hmm. with one hand up and, you know, just closing his eyes and smelling the crowd. <laughs> For but, sure. But you got the Bellas. <sighs> I think because they're so good at it yeah. is why they're up here. At the end of the day, though, What's going to push it over to me for The Rock is him closing his eyes and inhaling. You could like it's hard to <laughs> yeah. to 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 physically put across I'm inhaling, uh-huh. but he doesn't. Right, he and closes so his gonna, eyes and he, again he tilts his head up a little bit to get a better whiff. He's just like, and if and if he's got the belt and throwing it over his shoulder, like oh come on, that's that's epic. Yeah. I'm going to give it to The Rock. All right, but again, I, I'm with you on that. The, you're with me. The it was tough. It, it's tougher than it should have been for someone like The Rock to take on the Bella Twins. Mm-hmm. It's tougher. But it's than one it on two. Been, so. I mean, that's that's a fair, that's a fair fight for The Rock. It is. Next up, another one that might be tough to debate: the number twelve seed, Randy Orton. His classic cocky arms out in the air in the second row, mm-hmm. posing. Takes on the number twenty-one seed, Sting, with his woo, like his his you know his screaming out the woo. Yeah. Like like he's shouting it into the rooftops. Sting is for sure a more iconic wrestler, right? I feel like he, more should, I feel like he should have a better pose. Because <laughs> there, there is a time where he, well, I don't, yeah, it is recognizable. But there's also the time where he kind of hulks up and he just flexes like right in front of the guy to like scare people off. Like uh, so many times he's fought yeah. Ric Flair. So Ric Flair's chopping and chopping and chopping. And Sting has just had enough. He's just like, ah, and he just flexes right in front of him, like bent over <laughs> doing the whole bicep and the trap pose right in front of him. And Fr- Flair's like, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, like, he begs off. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Either way, though, the Randy Orton one is cooler. Yeah, especially when he hits it like with like his fingers kind of flick near the end. Right, and they hold it, and then the camera does the pan around. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it to Randy just for the coolness factor. Yeah, me too. And, and plus, Sting changes characters, whereas Randy's had that pose forever. Yeah, where Sting kind of went to. He's not screaming woo with the crow sting. Yeah, he does the whole, so, you know, the bat pointing out against an opponent or whatever, point just pointing yeah. at somebody. So there's a lot of different things he does, but I don't think any one is like significantly like his best. If I don't know if that makes sense, but it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. He deserves to be on this list though. Yeah. The number thirteen seed, Rezar Ramon. So you got the the cool walk, like the arms, like the cruising walk. Mm-hmm. That's what we're gonna a do. Little sideways coming out the curtain with the hands out. Yep, takes in the number twenty seed, Macho Man Randy Savage. We can pick Macho Man with the finger pointing mm-hmm. towards the ring, or the Macho Man with his arms out spinning. Which one do we want to pick here? With the uh, with his uh, what do you call it? The cape. Yeah. Or his tassels, his jacket with tassels. Yeah. Both work. Oh. I'm going to pick the finger point. Can we, can we pick he on Razor? So like, he, does, he also does that thing in the ring where he like flicks his toothpick, right. but then he like kind of ju- just 
Is it a, does a jumping stop and then has both arms yeah, with the, his the thumbs double thumbs pointing to him? All right, so no, we got to pick one. <laughs> we right, got to pick one. Right. We're doing we're doing the cruising versus the point. Okay. I think. Okay. Who you got? I like Razor. That, 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 I cannot believe I'm voting for Razor too. Like, like if I if I walk sandwich. into a room and I'm doing that, like that just looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. And if you got I'm coming you in sideways, sl- I'm doing the whole cruise with the arms out. I'm like, hey, check me out. If you've got to like sneak in through a small space, you're definitely doing the Scott Hall <laughs> Razor Ramon walk. Go, like you know, if you're walking behind somebody that's up against a wall, like we were at that one show at Rise, you got to do the you yeah. got to do the Razor <laughs> Razor uh, squeeze through. You do for sure, and just Razor the way he did it was so like, "Hey yo, I'm cool right. with you." And he did it at Scott Hall and too, so that was cool. Yeah, so, Macho Man's gonna lose this first round matchup. Might be the upset of the tournament so far. We'll see. Well, you got Razor ranked at 13, so it's not really an upset. Yeah, I guess that's true. Speaking of what could be upsets, <laughs> the number 14 seed Ric Flair in the robe, arms out, does a spin around takes on the number 19 seed, the phenomenal AJ Styles, where he flips his hood back and puts his arms out. When, when, the, when the announcer the goes, AJ Styles, yep. he just he turns like around. Puts his chest up to the rope. Yep. When I think of Ric Flair, I think of him in the robe with the lights hitting the all the diamonds on the robe yeah. and all the sequins and him spinning through and like being like, look at this, ladies. Look at this. Meanwhile, he's just an ugly man from Minnesota, but in that robe and that thing, he <laughs> oh looks God, like an ugly 10 man out of 10. <laughs> he's like, oh my God, hit the bar. <laughs> Get me. So, there, me so there's Brody. a lot of different things that Brody. I think of. Like, he does the four horsemen hand sign. He does the flare yeah. strut. I think that's more iconic. And then he's got the robe. I mean, there's a lot of different things he does. I'm picking the robe one versus AJ. Okay, and as yeah. much as I love AJ Styles and much as I love the thing where he intense to me that I'm just, you could close your eyes. You don't have to close your eyes. You could picture flair and any era flair. It could be yeah. old man flair. It could be young flair, NWA champion flair. It could be mom cut Ric Flair with the green robe doing that spin. When that light hits those sequins, you're like, hell yeah, because other people have had robes. Paul Orndorff had a robe. Greg Valentine had a robe, but nobody had robes. Like Ric Flair. Yeah. Nobody. So here, here's so that, a pose that AJ's done before WWE also. He wears the gloves with his hand symbol yeah. when he puts the two hands together true. above his head. It's got the That's AJ, true. you know, with the circle around it. <sighs> so, I mean, if we're, if we're going with the ropes and the AJ Styles and him outstretched and him flipping his mom hair back or soccer mom hair back. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Flair. Okay. It was tough. Again, I thought that could have been upset, but... When you're in this level of seeds, 14, 19, it's nothing crazy. So Ric Flair is going to move on. Next up, pull up, try to find it here on the on the, on the big board. <laughs> <We've>, <laughs> where are we? We're the number 15 seed, right? Yeah, 15 against 18. Okay. The number 15 seed, Chris Jericho, with his arms out, stretched out, Raj Jericho, think of that, mm-hmm. arms out, versus the number 18 seed, the boss, Sasha Banks, leaning across the ropes with her hands out, legit boss ring. For me, uh, Sasha, just that's unique to her. Not a lot of people do anything off the ropes with the arms swinging out and just how mm-hmm. goddamn cocky she is about it. Like, she's so confident with it, too. Jericho, yeah. I mean, just with an arms out, I mean, a lot of people do that. Like, Raven's done that. I mean, a lot of people just stick their arms out. 
You know what? That's true. And Jericho's is cool with the pyro and stuff, mm-hmm. but so is Sasha Banks. Like WrestleMania with the pyro going around the stadium. Yeah. They're both cool with it. I also am going to give it to Sasha to move on. Yeah. To take to beat Chris Jericho. Even with Jericho so with got, the light up jacket. You know, I mean, that looked cool when it happened, but. I mean, there's a lot, I mean, we were talking about AJ Styles has his arms out. <laughs> like everybody just sticks their, not a lot of people, but a lot of people stick their arms yeah. out. And, you know, I don't think that's so unique when we're getting down to like one of like a signature mm-hmm. pose. Like a lot of people, you could pose like that. Yeah. But yeah, Sa- so Sasha's congr- is a lot better. Congratulations, Sasha Banks. You have moved on. The first female to advance. She's She made history. <laughs> she did. The final matchup of the first round. The number 16 seed, the NWO, too sweet, taking on the Shield, the Three Fists mm-hmm. together. And the NWO <laughs> one is just so fun. Like, too sweet. Everyone does the too sweet. But here's what I think, too, about the Shield. The Shield's one where when they, when after they whoop someone's ass, uh-huh. they're on the ground, they put them together, and then. It's like Voltron. Badass. <laughs> Did the Power Rangers like assemble like that and, and create one big Power Ranger? Was that like Voltron? No, they didn't. I, I, you're asking the wrong guy. No. But I, I remember Voltron. <laughs> they, they come with all these things together. Here's the like deal. One, here's the ma- deal. one big monster, the shield. <laughs> with the two sweet, do you think more people now think of it as the Bullet Club and the and like the, the elite stuff, or do they? Or is it more, no, that's NWO, that's Club. Um, I mean, people are, it's our also, age is probably NWO and Bullet Club, and then the younger ones are just like Bullet Club. I I, I, I want to pick the NWO because I think that's the clear choice. It is. But the Shield one, it's cool. That, I don't know. The Shield one was cool. I mean, you, I mean, you could even like kiss each other with, like with your little wolf, <laughs> wolf symbol you made with your hand, like, you know, do that. I mean, that, that's what they do. You yeah, could do it with you anybody. You kind of go, ooh. You could like <laughs> barely touch the two sweet. You could barely touch. Yeah. You could like the Hogan Macho handshake. You could make it dramatic when you come into it. Like ooh. All right. Well, the NWO is going to move on. So congratulations to all of our first round winners <laughs> in the tournament here. <laughs> has there been anybody you've disappointed has been kicked out so far? Uh, macho Man, but I mean his his razors is way better. Yeah, I'd say so too. All right, so now what we're going to do in the next round, we're not going to go, we're going to, the seeds are still staying, in. it's still a bracket tournament. So we're going to go with, let's go with the next round. The number, let's do eight, nine, eight versus nine. Let's do it. Screw it. Well, the we the eight seed. DDP. Can we, ju- can we just go like top to bottom now? Because I don't have all the numbers on the next one. Okay, yeah, we'll, that's fine. We'll do top to bottom. Right. That's fine. I mean, it's going to be seeds. So the number one seed, Bret Hart, mm-hmm. is taking on who we just talked about, the NWO, the 16 seed. Okay, let me... Bret Hart's a little disadvantaged here just because he's one person. <laughs> In the two sweet, you we, we, we just both made good points of that. Like, the, ooh, like the two sweet, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the hitman's the hitman, you know? I don't want to be too biased because how like obsessed we were last week talking about that match with Owen. Right. But you see the hitman and you got the arms out. He just does it so great. And he's like talking like, here we go, baby, whatever he says. Uh-huh. I'm going to give it to Brett. But if it was anybody else, the NWO, I think would have won. I'm going to say that. Yeah, that, 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 that that's you... fair. That's fair. Because anybody in the NWO, which at one point was like 53 people, you know, they could all sure. do it. But Brett... Is the, he he had uh, the, 
Brett. <laughs> they, had, they had the Heart Foundation. Not everybody did Brett's pose. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, yeah, Brett. So, so Brett's going to move on to the Elite Eight. Next up, the game Triple H takes on Diamond Dallas Page and the Diamond Cutter. I think we're going to fight about this one. Who you got? Who do you got? Um, I'm going to go with Triple H. I, I got DDP. It's, 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 uh, told you we're going to fight. Yeah. I told you. Let's hear your case for DD, for uh, Triple H. Let's hear it. Out of the case for Triple H, he's already got the, well, the first part he comes out to the ring, he's got that, uh, you know, the, the, str- the bright light under his face. Like he's going to tell a ghost story. Yeah. He's dripping wet. <laughs> like he's going to tell a <laughs> He's all ripped. He's got water and grease all over him. That's fine. He comes out, he comes to the thing and just, just as his music is just pumping and, it's just so iconic. He gets up there. He, he takes a swig of water. The, 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 the lights are just on like a spotlight. is just on him. He sprays it. Yeah. Flexes his ass off like Shawn Michaels would in his bicep pose. And that's, that's awesome. I think what's helping triple H is the, the light show as well. So are we going to take that into account? Cause if that was with the house lights up, it's not as cool. I mean, yeah. If you take away DDP's music, is it just as cool? Yeah, because he's just throwing it up. Like, Self high five. <laughs> <laughs> I love the DDP diamond cutter. I do too. Because I'm just thinking of the hard camp shot of everyone in the crowd, 97 WCW, throwing it up. Yeah, you're, you're you know? right. You're right. You're right. So, so DDP's is more interactive. So let's let's put that into um, oh, into account. Okay. So if the if let's... the audience can do it, like the more audience participation you get, we'll give you a plus. Yeah. I mean, my final vote's going to be DDP. Because not everybody is going to be spraying water as Triple H just did. But DDP throws up you, a diamond cutter. And and DDP's was for so long. Triple H, it took, first he was doing that curtsy, like, yeah. you know, the thing he was doing. So he was doing the DX suck it. I think DDP's is more iconic associated specifically with him. He's not using props like Triple H is. Yeah. He's got water. I'm going to go with DDP. You're, that's my, you're right. That's, that's my big question. So okay. earlier when I was on the treadmill, I was looking at this um, – this list and I'm trying to make cases for each one, which one I liked and and how I describe DDP's diamond cutter, him coming out with the music and, and just dropping it down and just, he's so like excited to like bang, you know, yeah. just DDP is so loud with it. Like, he I'm is. like, that made me like it more. Like as I described it to myself in my head. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I'll go with DDP. I mean, triple H is awesome. Okay. And I, I, I think last there- week I said, that's one of my favorites, but Listen, there's going to be no bad poses right now. Yeah. We're going to the elite. We're getting to the Sweet 16 to the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. So DDP's going to move on. He's got a tough matchup next round. Our, Let's not lie to ourselves. So he here. was ranked eight. Yes. And Bret Hart was next one. Next up. Yep. Okay. NWO was 16. Next up, the number five seed, the Young Bucks, double buys versus Randy Orton with the Randy Orton pose. It's Young Bucks. <sighs> you didn't even hesitate, huh? No. Why are you so pro Young Bucks with their pose? Um, As opposed to Randy. Well, because you, you don't you, like Randy Orton? No, no, I like Randy Orton. You could take away the, the confetti and the super kick party music, but just the fact that they're two brothers doing a mirroring yeah. pose. I mean, they just look cool with their fringe hanging off and they're doing like, you know, like, you know how they do it, like the 45 angle yeah. pose. And that just looks cooler. Like, and, and, and I've done the, uh, the Randy Orton pose. <laughs> I, I think I, I've cool even the, had an Orton figure that I posed him like that. His his hands were more like fists, yeah. but in my sure. imagination, they were open and they were. With the Young Bucks too, they could work 
we're doing that pose as obnoxious heels mm-hmm. or cool good guys, yeah. you know? I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to give it to the Bucks as well. Randy Orton, great effort. Good first round <laughs> match. Good first round W, but sorry, the Young Bucks are going to take the win there. Next up, the number four seed, The Undertaker versus Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Yeah. The, the bad guy walk. We just talked about in the last round how cool we feel doing the Scott Hall, Razor Ramon walk. Yeah. I don't think I've ever once felt cool doing the Undertaker. Pose. No, but watching him do it is awesome. No, that's true. I'm teasing because Undertaker, when the lights go down, even though we we're just giving Triple H shit for for the light show, mm-hmm. but just think about that moment when Kane and the Undertaker had their fake reunion before WrestleMania 14, yeah. and they both did it to each other, and James <laughs> like it's some kind of bond. That's just epic. And after Undertaker wins the title, he's holding it up like that. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be the Undertaker. And that he's one of the he's one of the top four seeds of the whole tournament. I mean, let's be real here. Yeah, we're not going to discount how cool the Scott Hall Razor Moonwalk is, but here in the PPW podcast tournament of poses, mm, only the, stro- wait, wait, only wait, the wait, best wait, survive. Wait, wait. I mean, Razor. What? Yeah. I mean, what the audience them? does the Razor, don't they? They they, they do. Come out, like, no, they don't come out. No, they, they stand don't. up. They put the. <laughs> no, they don't. All right, they Undertaker. Don't. Undertaker is going to get the win here. And move on to the Elite Eight. I, I next feel up, bad. F- you get, just wait till the next round. <laughs> okay. <laughs> next up, the number 14 seed, Ric Flair with the robe versus Shawn Michaels. Number three seed. Yes, this is no contest for me. Shawn Michaels has got this. Yep. It's just, he's, it's just so cool. And we've all done it. And I've done the thing, my thing, whenever I have pe- meet people, you do like a post together. I'm like, hey, I'm Diesel behind you with the fist up. You do the Sean. <laughs> right. And everyone knows what to do. Yeah. The Ric Flair, I feel like you need the robe to make it more iconic and make it epic. Right. Where Sean, you could anything. He could be wearing the biker shorts with a banana in them <laughs> like he did that one time or a sock in them. Yeah. He's still going to get it. So right. Sean's going to move on to Elite Eight. Sorry, Nature Boy. I'm sorry. I love you, says Sean Michaels. Before he Obey. kicked his teeth down his throat. Here we go. The number six seed, Steve Austin versus The Rock, the 11 seed. Just like old times, they're fighting it out again. Yeah, they are. You set this up like this, didn't you? No, I did not. Yeah, that, that would have been the finals. Um, yeah, Steve Austin, just because his attitude, his head shaking, his arms up in the air, flipping people off. So he's got mm-hmm. his DTA, his DFF, and you know, F U jackets on. <laughs> yeah. One more round, all that stuff. Yeah. The Rocks, I think I convinced myself how cool The Rocks was last round. The Rocks is cool smelling. because he takes his time doing it. It's not rushed. It's there. It, there's just like, it's dramatic. Yeah. But Austin's there to take care of business. He He's not there to screw around. He's there to kick ass, win his championship, drink beer, and go home. Right. The Rocks there to be electrifying for the people. Yeah. And for me as a fan, it's going to be Stone Cold. No, no shade of the rock, but I'm going to give it to Austin yeah, for that. I'm but. with you. Okay, so Stone Cold is going to move on. Next matchup, the number 23 seed, the big upset of round one, taking on the number seven seed, the ultimate warrior. I would feel like modern fans are going to pick Cena mm-hmm. and younger fans are going to pick War, or, or older fans are going to pick Warrior. And since we are older fans, we're going to pick Warrior. <laughs> I, I would go with Warrior because that is just, I, I mean, everything's iconic that we're talking about. But even yeah. to this day, WWE is still printing out shirts with the Warrior doing the, the rope shake and that, um, mm-hmm. 
I'm trying to think of that uh, that painter WWE has. Rob Schamberger. Yeah, yeah, I was going to call him something else. It, it was close. It was clo- no, it wasn't Hamburger. It was, it was close to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's even done paintings of the warrior shaking the ropes and stuff. And I don't know. That's been around 30, 30 years. Yeah, it's it's warrior and. We talked about the impact scene has had, you know, the, the you can't see me and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the it's got to be the warrior here. It's got to be. I think the more poses Cena has, like, takes away from each one. I think I, I think you're right, and we're we're gonna find that out as we as we go along here. That's a good point because he also has the five knuckle shuffle where he you know brushes the dirt off his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. So the warrior moves on. Good effort by Cena. That would have been a good game feel like it would have been close to the last couple minutes. Good game, high five, go home, have some and macaroni And then the warrior, just would, warrior, warrior would have hit a bunch of foul shots to, to, to put it away. Mm-hmm. Number two seed Hulk Hogan takes on the number 18 seed Sasha Banks. Sa- Sasha's is great, and sh- especially for being original, yeah. but Hogan's is just as original. No one's tearing his shirt like that. Braun Strowman tears that? his Nobody. shirt. Not like Hogan doesn't hold it. He doesn't go, like, stretch it out. Hogan <laughs> flexes his muscles. It makes it seem like it's, his shirt is, is super strong as he tears yeah. it. He's got the teeth out. Like he's tearing steel. <laughs> yeah, like he's steel. Hogan's got to get it for me here. Sasha's is great. We talked about it already. So just, so just real quick, we're, I'm talking about, we're talking about Braun Strowman. I was watching the 365 of WrestleMania from, you know, where they didn't have any fans last year. And yeah. Braun Strowman uh, won the title off Goldberg, and he's in the back doing the photo shoot against that white backdrop. And uh, Braun Strowman's tearing his shirt. He's like, I'm going to tear it slow so you can get more pictures. So as he's tearing it slow, I'm like, that's what Hogan used to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just watched it, like not even right before we podcast. All right, we'll go Hogan. So, Hogan wins. Here we are. Next up, next round, the number one seed, Bret Hart, takes on the number eight seed, Diamond Dallas Page. I'm trying not to let my bias of who I like more as a wrestler. Yeah. I'm just going to write DDP down, and then you can argue whatever you want. <laughs> you want DDP here, okay. Just because it's, it's okay. a whole thing. Like he comes out, self-high five, yeah. he puts his hands up in the air. Oh. Oh he comes God, down, he's like, bang! And he comes down, he hops up on one foot like he just that, was so explosive, he bounced off the ground. That is what's pushing me over the edge, is you, the, him hopping around. <laughs> yeah. He pushes he's so much into his it. head, he's like, whoa! <laughs> damn it, I was all set for Brett to win this whole damn tournament. No, it's DDP. Now, we got DDP. <laughs> what if DDP wins this? He will be. Then we got to get. Then we got to get a cameo and and address the fact that he won our, our PPW <laughs> tournament. And then uh, I am talk a, about his DDP. It's not your mama's yoga. And it, it no, no, it's it's DDPY. Field. I am a subscriber to the DDPY mm-hmm. app. It's a good a value for six bucks a month because you buy it all year, yeah. and it's a good workout to. But do. you decided not to do it since the pandemic. <laughs> no, I've I exercise. Oh, okay. I, do, I, I do. thought you said yeah, you came not. I didn't. Yeah, not a crazy program, but. We're not giving him a free plug. He didn't pay for an ad on okay. the show. <sighs> Cannot believe you're convincing me to eliminate Bret Hart in the Elite Eight. I can't believe it. Now, a wrestling match, you know, Bret would whoop his ass. But th- uh, think, all right, think in your head. Bret Hart armed out like like this, pyro going off. He's got the hands. Yeah. Both of these poses would be, you're going to take a picture with your buddies at a wrestling show. Uh-huh. You know, you're going to do both. But well, here, hopping here, around the, on the damn one foot's pushing me over the edge. I can't believe but it. But now if we're just taking a picture, 
the, the Brett arms but you can, ha- hands out is is a better picture. Yeah, but you could also do like the diamond cutter, like where it's it's your arms out in front of you. You almost like your face is through the diamond type of thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's all like Shane cool Baszler too. does. A little bit, a little bit like that. I'm, uh, so you see, so you lean me back to Brett with the picture. Like I think that's a better oh, pose for a picture. And I guess I guess for a figure too. We're doing overall, but I can't do the uh, entire diamond cutter from from top to true. bottom to, that's to true. bang did, to hop. We just I think I think we just changed our minds. That's true. Oh my god! Based on the cri- based on our criteria, we did. We decided. <laughs> right. It's gonna be Brett. I think. Oh man, I gotta cross this out. Brett. Okay, Brett's gonna move on because you're right. Because you can't have DDP hopping around in your figure federation. No, you can't. All right, you survived this one, Brett. DDP, Brett Hart. DDP was just oh man, it looked like he was gonna win. Right, the that last was an second. overtime Brett, game yeah. where they missed the game-winning shot at the end. Yeah. That's what that was. Okay, so it's, it's DDP's fault. It is. He he he, he choked. <laughs> he choked. <laughs> You're right. He did. All right. The next Elite Eight matchup: the Young Bucks, number five against number four, Undertaker. Yes, I got the Undertaker here. That's my initial one. Mm-hmm. My initial thoughts: the Undertaker. What's your initial thought? Uh, it's, you've, been, you've been all bucks all the time I, I have tournament. been because I keep thinking of the entrance itself but if I'm doing a pose I mean that still do the yeah. double biceps like reminds you of, of the confetti and the, and the sound or the music and but yeah, if you're going to pose your yeah, figures Undertaker with the tongue out and the eyes rolling the back of his yeah. head his arm outstretched on one knee if he's got a title too that's even better oh yeah yeah I got, I, I'm going to give it to Undertaker Taker. yeah it was a it was a, that's a good game. It was probably a three point finish. No <laughs> game winning shots. Undertaker just put it was he was the better it was a yeah, the he played, like, he played right, better he defense. The, they, they were the better team. <laughs> the Bucks tried to double team him. They tried to try to run routes and block him and he yeah. overcame. Yeah, they maybe the young Bucks committed a dumb foul at the end. That's what it was. <laughs> the Undertaker like in uh, okay. um Teen Wolf. Yes. Undertaker Teen just Wolf. came back. <laughs> he nailed the last couple buckets, he's in. And then they played winning the. Uh, they played uh, shooting for the moon. Oh the yeah, soundtrack. great song. Next up in the elite eight, the number three seed, Shawn Michaels takes on the number six seed, Stone Cold Steve Austin. My two, two of my favorite wrestlers ever going after each other yeah. here. I'm gonna pick HBK. It's I, when I think of poses, I think more Shawn Michaels pose. Austin's is pretty good. And it's great. And in fact, I have him doing that pose right now in my Detolf shelf mm-hmm. with my, him and Bret Hart. But did, did you get the Austin think, with the 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 hand swaps? I don't know if that was the ultimate one or if that was like uh, an no. elite that came with the middle finger ones. Or maybe I saw someone. no one. No one comes with middle fingers. The Mattel wouldn't make middle fingers. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure someone customized. I, I saw them. I saw a custom video. Never mind. Yeah, I'm gonna pick HBK just because I think his is more of an iconic straight pose, mm-hmm. whereas Austin's is a whole thing. It's walking corner to corner yeah. type of thing. So I'm going to pick Shawn Michaels. I'm with you. Okay. No arguments there. Oh, WrestleMania six. Hulk Hogan, the number two seed versus the seven seed ultimate warrior. Rip, oh. rip, rip shirt versus with shaking the, ropes. With the Hogan ultimate, you can rip his shirt. Yeah. And with the Hogan American made one, you could rip a shirt. And with the ultra or the defining moments you can do it because they have the tear shirt thing. Mm-hmm. The warrior, you can shake the ropes with any of his figures. But you gotta have any you of gotta them look have good ropes. doing it. 
because it looks like this is looks true. Like he's just sticking his hands out. And this it, is true. This is a tough one for me because Hogan. I'm more of a Hogan than Warrior fan. If I'm going to pick one, it's going to be Hogan, right? Yeah. You're going to pick Warrior over one. Well, I'm thinking so Hogan because he's got other poses. Like at, at the end of the match, he does his, his bodybuilder poses, his side. His, I mean, there's a lot of poses that he does. Right. But we're picking one. He, we're he's talking got about the, one He's here. got the whole. I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm thinking of everything he does. Is the tear shirt the best one? Like, he, he, go, he goes, like, trying to listen the to ears. the audience, ear to the, ear to the yeah. audience. I mean, a lot of kids did that. But the tearing the shirts. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm looking at my pot figure. He's tearing his shirt. <laughs> yeah. You're also what's, tapping your pen, I can hear. Um, what, I'm gonna, what's the warrior, what, warrior's uh, pot figures posing? Like, um, it's just he's like flexing. Yeah. I'm looking at that, too. Mm. I'll go with Hogan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Hogan, too. I think he got to. You know, you think of Hogan, you think of... You Google their, both of these guys, you're going to see a million pictures of Hogan tearing his mm-hmm. shirt. You're going to pick him. So Hogan's in the final four. So I'm going to look at my pot figures now to give me a determination of who's going to win. Like right now, Hogan's, you do, Hogan's no, tearing his no, shirt. No, we're, not, we're talking elite figures, not pop figures. Well, I'm not looking at my... Uh, they're behind me. I'm looking at my pops that are in okay. front of me. Okay. All right, so Hogan... Well, here we go in the Hogan final four. Advances. So there's no surprise. Four. One, two, three, four is in the yeah. final four. Yeah, that's true. But there were some tough matchups, and now we're getting to the nitty-gritty. There were some upsets, but at the end of the day... You want the best teams in the final four, right? You don't want some nobody school. You want no, your top no, four teams. I, I in the love country. an underdog. Someone comes in at rank number, you know, eighteen. Yeah. Or even uh, you know, fifty. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen. Maybe we'll do a sixty four sometime. We'll get drunk and do that one and never release that podcast. Oh, we're not getting drunk now. <laughs> the number one seed, Bret Hart, takes on the Undertaker. This is like late 90s duke kentucky matchup it's insane <laughs> intense here undertaker kneeling with the hand out yeah. tongue out bret hart he's got with the hands out but keep in mind brett almost lost a ddp we had to convince ourselves we had to remind ourselves of that so bret hart had a little scared last maybe he 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 tuned up the the game plan a little bit for this final four matchup versus the undertaker he had to talk to his his dad yeah, you gotta put the thing there, and uh, and uh, you gotta, um, uh, yeah, yeah, meh. And then his wife Julie. Oh, I don't know, dear. Br- I can't do a Julie Hart. Maybe I can't. <laughs> gotta do it. What about his, new, what about his new wife? I don't know his new wife. I don't know anything about her. She's like half his age. Brett can do whatever he wants. He's the freaking hitman. You're right. So you got the freaking hitman going against the dead man. Now, are we doing Brett with a jacket somewhat off his shoulders or on his shoulders? I guess I, mean, I it's guess gotta it's got to be, be on. Kind of off his shoulders. Like, hey. Yeah. Hey. With Another thing that's cool with the pop, as we already talked about, is he pops the button open to show his gear. Uh-huh. And if he's got a championship belt, it's like the reveal of the championship. Yeah. It's like a tease. Like, look what I yeah. got. And he's posing. Like, look at me and look what I have. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to... But Undertaker's, I think, is going to be so many people's favorite because, like, you think Undertaker, that's one of the things you think. And you did of. say it was cooler we're, if he had a belt. So if we're putting belts on him, I'm, I'm yeah, going we're going to do. We're, okay, I'm going to go Brett, and because I think if we're going to pose, and the tiebreaker for me is going to be if we're going to pose figures, it's going to be a lot easier to do that with Brett, and a lot more steady. 
than it would be with the Undertaker on the knee. Because with with elite figures, even it's they're kind of awkward with their knees, mm-hmm. you know. I've, so I've kind of noticed any any elite figure I have, like one leg is longer than the other. So when you try to stand them straight, like you almost have to like tilt their hips because one yeah. leg is like two centimeters longer. I don't know if that's just yeah. me, but it might be just you. I'm going to pick Brett just for that. And I think the him with the shade, the whole package is great. Undertaker and also Undertaker does it at the end of the match. Brett does this at the beginning. So that's something to think about, too. Mm-hmm. But. Undertaker's is almost like a symbol. Like he's giving praise to the Lord, to the creatures of the night, you know? Right. <laughs> okay, my final pick is Brett. Is Undertaker your final pick? I'll go with Brett. I mean... I convinced you, you think? Well, if we're talking about elite figures, it's, it's hard to put one on on his knee. <laughs> yeah. It'll, t- okay, it'll tip so, over. So Brett, the number one seed, moves on. Who will he take on? A two or three seed? Hulk Hogan or Shawn Michaels? I'm going to go with HBK. Hogan's is great. But again, we talked about earlier, Hogan's got a bunch of poses. So he doesn't put he doesn't put all his pose money <laughs> pose, into one his basket. Pose power. <laughs> yeah, his pose power is taken off a little bit. Yeah. Michaels with that pose. What other pose does Michaels do? He does the thing on the on the on the ramp later. In his oh career yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And he would do kind of the jump around, but his main one is is that it? Yeah. I mean, I, I that's why I'm going to pick Michaels, is because of that. Is because of him, and he flexes his ass off. It's not like screwing around. Not not to say Hogan is screwing around, tearing the short short slowly. But I'm going to pick HBK for this one. The number three seed. Yeah, I'm with you. So the number three seed moves on to the finals. So number one Here we versus go. number three. Old rivals, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. There's no losers here, but this is going to triple overtime. You got to figure. Yeah. Right? Now, there's no ties in, in a finals game, is there? No, there's no ties. I'm just saying. I mean, if there was a tie, this would be it. All right, just just let's let's just say <clears throat> before we start debating, what's your initial just just who's your initial pick? Go. HBK. Okay, mine too. <laughs> That's my initial. That's my initial yeah. pick, though. But let's talk about. Let's break it down. Why is it our initial pick? So if it's a, if it's Brett. HBK, I'm imagining him, um, yeah, with his cool pants, his, his um, mm-hmm. you know, just his. What do you call those things that cowboys wear? Chaps. chaps. <laughs> he's got his. So let's, he's got his chaps on. He's got maybe a title around his waist. He's got the, uh, the little uh, shitty fireworks <laughs> from WWF New, yeah. New Generation era. Let's say all things considered, even. Brett's got fireworks, Sean's got yeah. fireworks. They both have belts. So Sean does that pose post-match as well with the title on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Brett's not going to do that pose. I, Brett will do the second rope. Yeah. Uh, I love you sign with the belt yeah. post-match. With his hand holding the, uh, the yeah. belt over. Yeah. So Brett, so Sean's doing it twice in a match. Brett's doing it once. Does it take away from but the I'm specialty just, of it if you do it twice? That's a good point. That's see, you see what you're doing to me here. You see what you're doing to me. That I think might push Brett over is the specialty behind it of just doing it. And I just can't get over when he's a champion. And we're going to give Sean the belt too in this situation. He pops the belt open to or the <laughs> his jacket. jacket open 
Yeah, his belt pops his, his pants, pants open <laughs> <laughs> to reveal the belt yeah. that Winged Eagle, and he even did it with the IC title too. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna. I might have changed my vote. It might be Brett being the 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 favorite all along, and and make it to the end after having a big scare versus DDP, pulling it out, winning this tournament. I'm gonna. I'm. I think I'm gonna give it to Brett. Your little point about it not being as special because he only does it because he does it more than once might put it over the edge for me to give it to the hitman. Mm, this is tough. I, I haven't decided yet. It's not supposed to be easy. No, it's not. It's supposed to be tough. This is the finals, damn it. So I'm, 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 I'm with both, but I'm going to, I'm okay. going to take it to trying to pose this with an elite. I can't do that with HBK because mm-hmm. it'll fall over. I tried. It's tough. I'm sure it's possible. Someone's done it, but yeah. I'm, I mean, for me, what pushed it over the edge is the specialty factor of it, is him doing it at the beginning and it being something to look forward to. But HBK is flexing his over. ass off. He's like, Try, he's trying true. to make his muscles There's, look bigger. <laughs> there is a lot of effort by Sean there. That's true. There's a lot of effort. Yeah, and I mean, Brett comes out. He does the whole thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> This is not easy. I'm going to flip a coin. This is the hard... <laughs> okay. Who do you got? Who's got heads? Who's got tails? Uh, I need to find a coin first. Okay. You don't have any coins. You're right. I'm poor. To me, <laughs> to me, it's got to be Brett. All right. We'll put Brett. Brett. Okay. You took Hitman. the number one. The champion. Heart. The number one seed after surviving some early scares. He hits Brett's. Road to the championship was not easy. Let's look what he had. Let's look who he had to I, face. I love how you have a, po- a post match commentary. You got to, the, listen, the road to the, the championship p- was not easy. He had a tough, very tough in, battle. Almost lost to DDP. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in one shining moment. The song they play at the end of the tournament mm. right now. <laughs> as I talk over this. See, here's the thing. If we go back, let me I'm finish. Gonna, I want to talk about okay, Brett's okay. Brett's road to the finals okay. to the championship. He took on Adam Cole. He did. Who, Bay Adam Bay. Cole versus anybody else, that's going to be a pretty solid win for Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Then he faces the NWO. He faces an entire faction yeah. with the two sweet, which is something that's become iconic for generations. Right. Then he almost loses to Diamond Dallas Page. I even wrote they down to to, DDP as the winner on that. I had to scratch him out. They had to go to a replay review <laughs> because the shot didn't count, and they had to go to overtime. His foot was on then the DDP line. missed. Yes, DDP missed his game winner. Bret Hart wins. Then he's got to face arguably the most iconic wrestler ever in The Undertaker. And he beats him. Then he's got to go back to face his ultimate rival. Back to Montreal. That's where where it was. (laughs) To beat my personal favorite wrestler uh, in Shawn Michaels. He had to beat the closet. He had to beat my personal. Earl Hebner was one of the refs on the court selling T-shirts in the parking lot mm-hmm. out of his trunk. And Bret Hart wins. So he did not have an easy road to the finals. Bret Hart's your champion. Let's look at Shawn Michaels' road to the finals to see if his was any easier. Vader. Shawn Michaels in the first round faced Vader. That's easy. Yeah, that's, an, that's an easy win. Easy matchup. Next versus Ric Flair. That's tough. Not it's tough, but Ric Flair's more known for being a wrestler and for his style than the pose. And he fell then victim he faces, to having multiple multiple uh, signature poses. Sure. 
Then he faces Stone Cold. Stone Cold, much more popular wrestler. Very iconic guy, very iconic pose, but, but he not has, as tough but he has to as do that Brent four defeat. times. Sure. Then he then this is Sean's Sean might have had the toughest individual matchup though. Yeah, this is like SummerSlam all over again. Beaten Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Whatever year that was. Yeah. He's fla- he's so flopping Sean his had, ass off for Hogan until the till the last second. Sean had to get he, yeah, Sean was, Sean was flopping. No, 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 no. Sean was flopping. His flopping caused an offensive foul <laughs> for a turnover. Yep. He brought it back down to score. He did. Sean Michaels gets the win over Hulk Hogan. That his so I'll say this. Sean's hardest matchup was the hardest one in the tournament. Obviously, besides the he's, one he he's lost had to two Brett. of them. Well, no, three. Undertaker, DDP, yeah. and uh, yeah, we'll just go with those two. Yeah, but no, Sean's was, I'd say one on one, the one on one matchup Sean had to beat, mm-hmm. beating Hogan. Come on, Hogan. Yeah. Listen, brother. Ho- brother, I'm not doing that, brother. How about we do this? Hey, brother. Ho- hey, brother. How about instead of you winning, Sean, I win, and then you go fuck off. How about that, Sean? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that's a Hulkster for you. Yeah, that's a Terry Balea for yeah. you. So Sean wins. It's a good thing because Hulk would have changed the finish on Brett in the finals. He would have. It's like WrestleMania so, 9. Come in, the back door. Talk to food. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to food. <laughs> hey, food brother, I want you to uh, challenge me out of nowhere. <laughs> not not even not for uh, next week. I, right now. <laughs> Don't save it for a while. sitting there looking at him like he's drunk. Like, what are you talking about? No, just trust me, dude. Here, here you go, brother. Here's, here's $500. Do it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> just laughing that conversation backstage at Caesars right. Palace in the tennis court they built that arena <laughs> oh geez so yeah so Brad Hart's it the was winner. a great it was a great tournament for sure you know was it any any things you're upset about anything not go your way that you preferred would have or any any heartbreaking losses <laughs> heartbreaking losses um I, I guess we're, I, we go back to the second round, Razor and Undertaker. I, I, I really wanted Razor to come through, but that, that was tough. That, I mean, that's just because we are so cool doing it, you right. know? No, I get it. I mean, we're so. You get it. Like, listen, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you guys. There's no, there's no, <laughs> no denying that. Razor is like your school. Razor is like your alma mater, your college. That's right. You're rooting for him to win, and mm-hmm. they just couldn't pull it off. But yeah. Bret Hart is the winner. In our 32 wrestler tournament of who had the greatest wrestling pose of all time. And I think the right man won. The right man won. So congratulations to Brett the Hitman Hart for your tournament win. This was fun. Mm-hmm. I was I like this idea. Yeah, I do Go too. Us. <laughs> so maybe maybe I'll make something called March Madness and have like the Macho Man doing madness in 2021, even though he didn't win. <laughs> he, did he, he didn't even make it out of the first round. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. Well, this this was fun. This there's just so many options. You could do best championship belts. Yeah. You could do best pay per views. Options are endless. You know, we've got we've got a few more fun show ideas coming up, guys. We have one probably next week. We'll do talking about matches that we like that we have no business liking because they're not great, but we love them anyway. Whoa, 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 we whoa, whoa, whoa! I hate to cut you off, but I'm looking at the sure. the the, the uh, email I sent you. No, Daniel Bryan. No, because his is more of, I think, running down the aisle. Yes, yes, yes. He would have been a play-in. He lost the play-in game to Adam Cole. Okay. Because they both have to put their hands right, so up. So he's 33. <laughs> yeah, so he put he, he lost the play-in game to Adam Cole. But 
RVD like, with the R V D. Yeah. All right. Listen, not not everyone makes the tournament. I know this, this isn't. This is this is sad. This isn't charity time. I, I you know? get it. Pop big You're like whoa, no big pop, no Greg the Hammer Valentine no big Papa Pump doing his bicep kiss. Oh baby, no Luger calling for the torture rack. <laughs> All that stuff. No, those those suck. Yeah, they they don't suck. <laughs> they're good, but they're not the best. <laughs> they're not thirty two good. Top thirty two good. They are not. They're not and. Like I said before, you interrupted me talking about. Sorry, Daniel sorry. Bryan. We've got, I got distracted. We've got and upset shows at the same coming time. up. It shows planned for you guys. So I really appreciate everybody joining and everybody listening. It's been a lot of fun. This show and last week was fun with the watch along. Congratulations to our contest winner, Rob Hammett. And I'll DM you soon about uh, getting you the copy of the book, Lance by Chance. We'll do more giveaways as WrestleMania season comes up. And WrestleMania tickets go on sale on Tuesday, so that should be interesting to see how many fans actually are there. It'll be great to see live wrestling with fans there again for WrestleMania. Eric, you should have both shots by then, so you can come over and we can party. Maybe it'll be nice outside. We can watch Mania outside. All right. That'd be be awesome. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to more fun shows. Looking forward to just hanging out with you again, Eric. It'll be fun. It will be fun. All right. Anything else before we wrap up? No, I think that's it. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And if you have opinions on our tournament and your winner please let us know at ppw podcast or if you want to send me a copy of your bracket screenshot it to ppw podcast or send me an email ppw podcast at gmail.com as always if you want to support us just share with us or share our show with someone else and support us the best way you can just by listening and sharing with friends because doing the show is more fun when more more people listen more people interact. That's the best way to do that. So we really appreciate everyone that does. Appreciate all you listeners out there, guys. We will see you next week.